Welcome to a fresh new episode of Talk on Coffee. I am Asasani, your host. My guest today is a unique person with a unique profession, a data scientist and a professional energy manager, Becky Macham. Becky Macham has an interest in any startup that is providing simple solutions to health. Ricky is from Jos, a city with an interesting abundance of coffee in Nigeria. We did not discuss so much about the Jos coffee. On this episode, please get your cup, take a sip, and take a seat. Okay, thank you for giving me this opportunity to come on your show, talk on coffee, and I'm enjoying the coffee already. Thank you very much. Freshly <laughs> brewed coffee. My name is Ricky Macham. I am a data scientist and also a professional energy manager with a small company of mine I call System Consulting. Amazing. Amazing. Based in Abuja. Mm. And I came across a lot of startup. The startup fever is catching up on a lot of people around mm. and I decided to also see what I can chip in mm. as we prepare for the future. The good thing is that a lot of the startups are being run or planned by very, very young people, some in their 20s, some in their 30s. And why I'm so interested and excited in being part of it is because I see it as an opportunity to invest because you are hoping that the people running it would outlive you. Amazing. Amazing. So you know that whatever you're putting in place or helping to put in place is going to continue long after you're too old or your time is up. Interesting. Amazing. Thank you very much for that. Thank you very yeah. much for that. Uh, uh, with not much, we do one thing before we start. On Talk of Coffee, we do this. We have a debate going on. What goes into the cup first? Is it the coffee or the water? It doesn't matter who you choose. <laughs> so the coffee or the water? All the time with no questions asked, not better than I lead, the coffee goes in first. Wow, amazing. <laughs> Another coffee doesn't <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so we'll move on to learning about you, your journey. You said you were an energy, uh, help me with that word. <laughs> professional energy manager. Professional energy manager. I'm just learning that for the first time. That's an interesting <laughs> one. From the short time I've spent with you, I know I've learned about your solar system business and what you have uh, contributed on that section. And so good that your focus is to give, to create an environment for the next coming generation. Mm -hmm. So uh, I want you to give us a few on what's your take as the interest of kickstarting a startup? There are so many things to consider. It works differently for different people. Somebody said once that if you see something and you consider it a problem, mm. then that's an idea for you. Amazing. Because if you can solve it, mm. then that could be your own startup. Interesting. So if you're always complaining about Nigeria, this or your company, oh, there's no, we don't have this, people are looking for this, that could be an issue. Mm. Like coming to Abuja for the first time, we noticed that a lot of commuters waited for transportation. Yes. To work and out, outside work. Mm. Right now, we have all these OP people coming now and they're trying to link people who have cabs or mm. people who have tricycles yeah. with people who are looking for transportation to various places. Yes. And because it's going to be more convenient, you know, it's wonderful to see how far they go. Interesting. Yeah. That's from just a click, you have a yeah. ride in front of you. Yeah. And that's that's, of that's course, a startup today. We have Bolt, we have Uber. Mm. Yeah. 
in Nigeria here is a lot of problem. In Abuja, especially, even Lagos, it's a mm. lot of problem transporting people. Mm. So we have all right in Lagos, even though I know they're having issues with the government. But mm. we don't know. But ideally, if the society, if the system allows you to start something yes. like that, everybody knows you're going to make it because these people need transportation. Yes, exactly. And you're giving them. So problems abound everywhere. Like I'm worried about health. Mm. Our health system is not so good. Mm -hmm. I've had cases that even not because, you know, we are blessed with means mm. and we're in the right place, whereby we have the right hands to take care of our cases, we'll have been dead by now. Yeah. <laughs> if I use that word. Yes. So that's, people that may in, be ash, but it's the, tr it's the yeah, ash truth. <laughs> people in less privileged situations have died from things that, you know, have been privileged to pass through and I'm still alive standing. Mm. You know, so these are issues that I'm worried about and some of the startups that come around me that are close to that, mm. they get my attention. Wow. Once it has to do with health. Mm. Oh, mm. wow. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. And how you put it, yes, it's the ash truth that um, there are some ways that you, some things that may have helped you and you feel it's very accessible or simple, but some people can't get access to those things and it's, yeah. it's causing loss, uh, loss of lives. And you you mentioned that your major interest is health. Uh, That's one of them. There okay. are several others, but one, <laughs> one of them, okay, is, is health. Yeah. And you, uh, from what you said, like a startup is when you identify a problem around you, pick it up, and it becomes a startup today, uh, mm -hmm. in the near yeah. future, or anytime in your profession. I would like to go into going into the little bits of tools now that a startup will will use that's say tech tools or physical tools it doesn't matter even mentorship and it is but there are a variety of tools that you can stretch forth your hands and try to bring into your startup mm. like you mentioned mentorship mm. the fact is it has been checked that the older the startup founder mm. the more the likelihood that that startup is going to succeed Interesting. You know, everybody still looks at Bill Gates, who started at 19. Mm. Steve Jobs also around 19. Mm. And several people who were young when they started. Interesting. So those are like outliers. It's good to start early and be successful early if it's possible. That's why they are who they are today. We mm. know them as very wealthy individuals. Amazing. But for your startup to succeed in the long run, uh. some form of experience. So if you can get it, it's good to get an experienced person to come join your startup. Yes. That's what happened to Google. Okay. They got Eric Schmidt, mm. Larry Page, and Sanjay Brin. Can't remember how old they are, but compared to Bill Gates. Mm. Interesting. So he came and became, you know, like a CEO round. Mm. He was the main face there. Even though they were there, they were the young guys doing all the jobs. Yeah. So he was able to introduce them to some tools that he learned from somebody who was working with Intel called OKR and Google took it, used it well and that helped the company explode because he came with experience okay. and it worked well for them. Wow, interesting. So your take on mentorship is always get a better hand. Experience matters. Have that access to experience yes. startup founder or, or co-founder. Co Somebody can give positions that would like an that will put an oversight over what you're doing. Okay. Yes. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So what sort of um, 
focus will you say a young startup will focus on? For me, I think anybody planning to start a startup should look at risk. Mm. Risk. There are lots, there are so many kinds of risks, but I will concentrate on only three. The first kind I look out for is what we call demand risk. Okay. You're trying to introduce a product or a service mm. and you're hoping there's demand for it. Mm. Demanding that people will rush into it. So you need to know who your early adopters are. Mm. So these are the people you have to concentrate on. Mm. So so the first thing is demand risk. The next thing you have to the next form of risk you have to look at is called competitive risk. Competitive. What competition can swallow you up? Wow. What is already available that is meeting that service in one form or the other. Mm. Then the last form is capability risk. You have to be capable or have capable people who can help you to meet that need. So if you see a problem and you think you have the ability, you have to be sure you have it and you have to check to see those who are almost in that space but not directly. Mm. Because if you have a big name in that space, almost in that space, they cannot turn around and just swallow you up. Wow. So competition, competitive risk, so demand risk, competitive risk, and then capability risk. Demand risk, the three yeah. the three primary risks are demand risk, competitive risk, and capability, and capability risk. Yeah. To say this will be around the resources you have and the strength you have. Yeah, okay, let's talk about Amazon, for instance. Okay. Amazon wanted to start selling books online. Mm. Back in the day, it wasn't so popular. People used to walk into a bookshop and buy a book. Yeah. But Amazon didn't have the ability to deliver the books. Mm. So they had to meet a company. Oh. So when they signed the agreement, what they did was they moved their own office close to the headquarters of that company. Impressive. So that is capability. They didn't have it, but they knew somebody who did, and they had to move close. So that fulfillment will never be an issue. Once a customer orders for a book, they are close by to go and say, please, we need this delivered. What will stop this from being delivered today or tomorrow? Amazing. So Amazing. they have to be close to because if there was if that capability was missing, mm. any competition can come and swallow them up. Exactly. So they had to now deal with the competition by getting rich and buying all their spaces. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. So that's one way of doing that. So you have to see what you're able to do mm. or who can help you do that thing. Then get close to that person and make sure he's doing that thing. Because that's what's going to make you deliver your products or your goods or your services to your clients and consumers. That's that's a masterclass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a masterclass. And, 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 and I am really impressed that I am getting this from you. <laughs> going back to, I'm going to take you back to the health sector you mentioned. What are the directions you feel that should go? Because yes, uh, we have the Corona outbreak now and I learned I saw a post there's a tech startup that is identifying outbreaks and some of these things and yes Africa is a vulnerable place because we had Ebola mm-hmm, and now coronavirus mm-hmm. and if I will a startup what would be the direction for a startup that is in that aspect of health well talking about coronavirus that's a new thing coming up and we are hoping that in a few months to a few years yeah. it will be no more yeah Ebola came, harassed us for a few years and disappeared. Mm. Small outbreak came again. And was it last year or year before? And then we're not hearing much. But once Ebola, Corona, and all these guys are gone, mm. in Africa, 
there are diseases that are killing us in the millions. Yes. Malaria is one. Mm. Tuberculosis could be another. Yeah. yeah. We have infectious diseases. Exactly. So many of them. Exactly. And many of them, the main issue is going to be getting healthcare as soon as it can be detected. Mm. And that's the problem. If you go to low-income families until they are dead before you see people rushing them to the hospital or rushing their corpses. Yes. How do we yeah. get this is close to them? And we have to see how mobile phones are getting so ubiquitous. Mm. So all we just need is some of these healthcare providers that are not really government-sponsored, but they are selling patent drugs in patent medicine, they call them, in, in some of these low-income villages. Yeah. Some of them might be able to own a small mobile phone that yes. some of these apps could be there to help you track patients. Yeah. So if a small headache, we know what to give them. If we send them for tests and they come back, we know what to issue them. Mm. But once it's beyond you, we cannot say, please go to a general hospital nearest to you because this is beyond what we can do here. Mm. It will save everybody, but you may be talking to somebody who actually has the means mm. to really just get in the car and go to the nearest government-designated general hospital where his case can be treated. And that could cut down on unnecessary deaths in some of these low-income areas. And then if, by any chance, government has to step in and say, okay, we want this to be part of what we offer people, it can uncover a lot, not just those low-income people. We're talking about people in the cities. Once you're in your 30s, late 30s, 40s, mm. you're supposed to be going for medical checks all the time. Mm. So we could get an app that could give you signals, that could have all your data, that wherever you go to, you can use that to access healthcare, and that people know your history. Wow. It's, yeah. it's interesting because you just mentioned that uh, if you see a problem around you, it's already a startup. Yeah. Yeah, this are lots of this are, if, we, if we have to go around what Nigerians should have as a startup. In fact, I was reading uh, Zero to One, okay. the book Zero to One and Peter Thiel, right? Peter Thiel. One thing I learned from him is you don't have to really try to build something in existing. You can start from, that's the point, zero to one. Like start from nothing and mm. do something. And if you look around us, uh, taking from what you have said that. You look at a problem around you and you have in nigeria alone in africa as a whole you can i i, I can point out to ten thousand or more that can be from zero to one problems that startups can solve and although amazingly that some startups are solving some of this problem mm -hmm. still to say mm -hmm. uh, well, uh, it's not enough if we, if we have to say so mm -hmm. yeah that's true there's still so much we can do yes there's so much we can do mm -hmm. now you mentioned the three types of risks that's and how to kickstart, uh, what to focus on. I want you to give our listeners on sustainability of startup because I know statistically they say out of ten startups, three only make it to. Yes. So what would be what would be your words to young startup how to keep up? There are some things that are like they are like magical or they are not something you can just put pen and paper and. Just, put some numbers and then it gives you an output. Yeah. Yes. Something just don't make don't make sense. Like exactly. for me, a startup should 
have a product or service that is that's meeting the times mm. and yeah. that you can never tell unless you try mm. so that's why so many will fail and unfortunately many startups have failed before mm. some people have come now and it's the right time and those guys are making money youtube was youtube google was not the first to talk about video on on YouTube, there are other companies I can't remember their names. Yeah, that came first, but things are not just right. Exactly. When Uber started, the reason why it's it it went far, it was because people needed money. That's a downturn in the economy. Yeah. So when they say you have a car, you can just in the evenings go pick people job there for some some money. Yeah. People hopped into it, and all of a sudden it happened. So yeah. timing is something we cannot really, you know, mm-hmm. predict. Yes. Yes. But you have to start. So the failure rate will still be that high. We cannot limit it. Exactly. The next thing you have to watch is who you go into partnership with. Mm. Co-founders. Of, yes, co-founders. If two of you or three of you are not blending, mm. the, the culture you are bringing in is not bringing the best. You're just wasting your time, no matter what your product is saying. No mm. matter, even if the people are waiting for your product, two of you. I mean, for us in Nigeria, we can look at musicians. Yes. <laughs> okay. Some are on their own, some are groups. Yes, exactly. Several groups started and we have one called Typlos. Yes. Right from day one, people said these guys are not going to sit together. <laughs> Very talented musicians. Why they're no longer singing, we don't know. Yeah. Exactly. We have um is it P Square? Yes. They lasted for a long time before what happened, but they are brothers, twins actually, and mm. at least they passed through their time. Yes, yes. I have a feeling that their time is over. Mm. Maybe that's why they went apart, but that's just my take on it. Yeah. But those they started with, how many are standing? Exactly. Probably because there's something within the membership. I think that's what happened to Stiplos. Mm. Interesting. So these are these are like startups because they're selling something, they're selling good music. Yes. Yes. And yes. Believe you me, that's when Stiplos came out, yes, everybody wanted a change from the normal Nigerian music. So people were happy for what yeah, they yeah. brought into the scene. Yeah. They, so they had a good product and yes. I'm, I think the timing was right too but i think there was something about the group membership mm, uh, people who knew them said you invited for shows only two would appear there were supposed to be four oh. there was always one who was not around always always and oh. that's not the only there are several groups i could call their names you know wow interesting but some persevered through because they were always thinking that they were united chicken that was music we could go into other companies mm. the issues we have with companies is startups we don't have enough data on nigerian startups yeah. So we can't share stories. So that's why when we're picking startups here, we have to go to the US because exactly. with a small book, you see all their history. With the Google search, you see their history. Nigerian companies and startups don't have those things. But for musicians, because everybody who's interested in listening to their music wants to follow up on them and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So we always have this data. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Um, Taking from you, three things. Mm-hmm. One is the fact that uh, the timing yes. of your product. Mm-hmm. Secondly is the, your co-founder, yes. if uh, if your co-founder is not in sync with what you're producing or what your process um, is, yeah, or the culture you're forming, most of the culture, yes, the company culture. If you come together but you're not bringing out the best, mm. it's it will no it, matter it, how it, good your product is, it will fail somehow because <laughs> you will have to implode, yeah, or move away. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And then the third is that uh, data availability of data, yeah. which, well, of course, uh, mm. one of one of that thing, one of the thing is Nigeria data itself. It's really hard to come by. You mm. see, 
you can see that uh, although there are some few startups that are trying to cop that but still it's really like i said like you said it's we need to do more of mm -hmm. some of these things mm -hmm. and africa as a whole we are we are sitting on lots of data to round it up and i've had a really interesting uh, conversation with you it has been a cool one and i'm sure <laughs> seriously and i will i like i said this is a master class it has been a lot of knowledge uh, from the onset that's the kickstarting the startup and mm. um, three types of risks and now the stability of a startup mm. i really love this conversation so far i really love it um now coffee <laughs> mm. uh, i'm i i i must mention this i am enjoying your coffee <laughs> it's really cool like i i don't rush coffee <laughs> yeah uh, this is really cool uh how is your passion for coffee i'm sure i'm not the only one here with so much passion for coffee you're beating <laughs> me to eat <laughs> but uh it started a while i grew up in a little town yeah. called joss yeah and when we were young somebody came and told our parents that there's a huge market for coffee oh. and they could grow coffee and so our parents rushed into that business no wonder they're beating me to eat <laughs> yeah, they grew coffee but then they didn't see the market Oh, just, just like you said, the timing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the timing was right, but nobody was there to evacuate the coffee out of the country. Oh. So that was a problem. Probability. Because, yes. <laughs> so they were they were told to raise the grill, and nobody knew where the world coffee, coffee market uh, was to go and sell it. And so we grew up seeing coffee. So a few young men now have gone back, and they are reviving the Just Coffee thing. So sometimes I have Just Coffee I take, but sometimes I get... That's one thing I should ask you for next time I meet you. <laughs> next time I go to Just, yes, I'll get you a little bag of Just Coffee. Yeah. This but that's how I... And then there's somebody, is it like a connoisseur for coffee, he tells you whenever I'm in Just, I have to go sit down in his small bar to take coffee. a cup of coffee. Yes, <laughs> and he tells you everything about what he's giving you, how to take it. He has all kind of sorts of coffee makers. Wow. Yes, he... he I should, I, I should about it. I should relocate to Joss. That's for coffee, yeah. <laughs> Especially you, during December when it's cold. That's when wow. business booms. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, that was um, Ricky Marshan. The name is always funny <laughs> to me. Uh, Ricky Marshan, and thank you very much for the, the knowledge you've shared. We, I really enjoyed your time, and we hope that we'll get you here next time where you. Maybe next time we'll be sitting in just at a coffee as a yeah, coffee bar yeah. <laughs> talking about this. And thank you for the cup of coffee. I hope that I will get to interview you, bring you up here again and give us this much knowledge you've given us. Next time, next will be an interesting one. Like I said, probably just until next time. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Talk on coffee. Please leave a review. You can also send me a voice message on my voice message link in the show notes. See you next time.